Hi, welcome. Make yourself comfortable. My name is Jisun, and this is a podcast about the United States of America, designed for intermediate English language learners. You can read the transcript for free on my website at jisunpascal.com. That's J-I-S-U-N-P-A-S-C-H-A-L.com. I recommend listening to this podcast while you're doing something that could be cooking, walking, or biking. And with that, let's go ahead and get started with this episode. Today is October 10th, 2021, and Christopher Columbus Day is tomorrow. Columbus Day is a federal holiday, so many people who work for the government have the day off. They get to rest on this day and not go to work. This includes people who work in the post office, public schools, and some hospitals. Lately, it's been a very controversial topic on whether or not we should still be celebrating Christopher Columbus Day. But who is Christopher Columbus and why is he so controversial? Why are there so many people who don't like him? Well, this is the topic that I'll be discussing in this episode. I hope that by the end of it, you will know a little bit more about this important person in United States history. In 1451, Christopher Columbus was born in a town called Genoa. At that time, Genoa was an independent city-state. It was a city that did not belong to a bigger country, kind of like how Singapore today is an independent city-state. However, later Genoa became part of the country of Italy. Columbus's father was a merchant. A merchant is someone who trades, buys, and sells items. In this time, merchants would travel to foreign places to get items that they could sell and make money off of. Christopher Columbus learned to be a merchant just like his father while growing up in Genoa, which is right by the sea. When he was in his 20s, he moved to Portugal with his brother to create a business that makes maps. Maps are the paper you use to help you know where you are located and help you with directions. When he was around 28 years old, he married the daughter of a Portuguese governor. Her name was Felipa Parestreo Muniz, and they had one son together, Diego, in 1480. Unfortunately, his first wife died a few years later. Columbus had another son, Fernando, with another woman by the name of Beatrice Enrique de Arana. What kinds of things were merchants trading during this time? In Europe, items from Asia were very popular and valuable, so merchants could get a lot of money going to Asia. Some of the things that they would get include silk, jewels, perfumes, and leather. A very precious resource in Europe during this time were spices. Spices are the things that you add to food to give it more flavor, but there's another reason why spices are so important. During that time, people didn't have many ways that they could preserve their meat. They invest so much time, money, and energy to raise an animal and then kill them for their meat. But meat can become rotten very quickly if they aren't stored properly. Nowadays, we have refrigerators to keep our meat fresher for a longer period of time. Of course, they didn't have refrigerators during that time. So one thing that people did back in the 1400s was use spices on rotten meat to hide the bad rotten flavor. Spices also have antibacterial properties as well. So it probably also killed some of the harmful bacteria in rotten meat and made it safer to eat. Many merchants would risk their lives to travel to Asia in order to get Asian items like spices to sell back in Europe. 
During this time in the late 1400s, the Turkish Empire blocked off an important trading route that went through northern Africa. So if merchants wanted to go to Asia from Europe, during this time, they had to travel all the way around the southern end of Africa, around a place called the Cape of Good Hope. Columbus thought that you could reach Asia through a different route, by going west across the Atlantic Ocean. Even back then, scientists were able to accurately guess what the size of the Earth was, but Columbus thought that these calculations were bigger than what the Earth actually was. He thought that the Earth was about 66% smaller than these calculations, and that you could reach Asia more quickly by sailing west instead of going all the way around Africa. He needed support to prove his theory, and the Spanish government agreed to help him, but it wasn't easy to get their help. Columbus was rejected twice by the king and queen of Spain, Ferdinand and Isabella. They didn't agree to help him until he was about to head for France to ask for their help instead. Ferdinand and Isabella realized that if Columbus got help from France and was able to find success on his trip, they would look really foolish for not agreeing to help him. So in August of 1492, Christopher Columbus and his three ships named the Pinta, Nina, and the Santa Maria set out west from Spain into the Atlantic Ocean. In the United States, something that we teach children in school about Christopher Columbus is, in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I think this is something most Americans have heard of when they were younger. About two months later, after leaving Spain, they landed in the Bahamas, and Christopher Columbus became one of the first few Europeans to land in the Americas, which is what he is most famous for today. We celebrate Christopher Columbus and say that he was the first European to discover America. Many things are named after him, including the capitals of two states, Ohio and South Carolina. We have a holiday named after him, a university, Columbia University. And the District of Columbia, the capital of the United States, is named after him. He never stepped foot on the United States, and he sailed under the Spanish flag. How does any of this connect with the United States? Well, it started with the Revolutionary War, when Americans were fighting to be separate from Britain. They needed to have their own history, an identity that was separate from the British. In 1775, George Washington, who would later become the first president of the United States, received a poem from a young African-American girl named Phyllis Wheatley. This poem is about a goddess that she named Columbia, who was named after Columbus, that represented America's spirit of freedom. George Washington loved this letter so much that he spread it to a lot of people. Almost overnight, Columbus went from being a small figure in the sea of history to an American hero. The reason why we chose Columbus to celebrate was because he had no connection to the British government and because he wasn't already a hero somewhere in Europe. For example, the explorer Henry Hudson actually landed in the United States in what is now New York State. The issue with Henry Hudson was that he sailed for the British government we wanted someone who Americans and Americans alone could celebrate. Another reason why Columbus is so celebrated in the United States is his significance to the Italian-American community. Christopher Columbus helped Italian immigrants who were immigrating to the United States in the late 1800s, early 1900s. 
Immigrants are people who move from one country to another to live in. During this time, Italian immigrants were facing a lot of discrimination, especially when finding jobs. Discrimination is when a group of people are treated worse because of things such as their race, gender, or age. Americans were saying that these Italian immigrants weren't white enough. However, these Italian immigrants saw that Americans already were celebrating someone who was Italian, an Italian by the name of Christopher Columbus, although technically he was from Genoa before it became a part of Italy. Columbus became a big hero in the Italian community, and a group of Italians called on the government to make Columbus Day a federal holiday in the 1930s. As important as Christopher Columbus has been in creating an identity of America that is special to the United States, Americans have started to reject him, especially during the past couple of years. More and more states have been switching from Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day or Native American Day. In the United States, Indigenous People or Native Americans is a term we call people who lived in the United States before Europeans arrived. As of 2021, 13 states celebrate Native American Day instead of Columbus Day. The first time I heard about this was when I was living in South Dakota in 2012. South Dakota was actually the first state to call it Native American Day in 1990, and this is because South Dakota has one of the largest Native American populations. There are, there are many reasons why more and more states have been switching Columbus Day for Indigenous Peoples Day, but one of them is what Christopher Columbus did after he reached the Americas. He traveled to the Caribbean as well as Central and South America, and he made slaves of the native people who were living there. He made these people dig for gold and work on farms. Christopher Columbus made his own town called Hispaniola on the island of what is now the Dominican Republic and Haiti. In his town of Hispaniola, he treated the native people so badly that they revolted against him. They tried to fight against him so he wouldn't be their ruler anymore. This didn't work and Christopher Columbus ended up killing a lot of native people. Another way that Christopher Columbus killed native people was by introducing disease. Of course, he didn't know that he was introducing new diseases against the native population. According to some sources, the diseases introduced by him and his crew reduced the native population by around 95%. There were estimated to be around 250,000 native people before Christopher Columbus came. But 25 years later, there were only 14,000. More Americans are starting to realize that Christopher Columbus did horrible things to Native people when he arrived in the Americas. Over these past couple of years, statues of Christopher Columbus have been taken down. Where I live in Boston, we have a park called Christopher Columbus Park with a statue of Columbus. In 2020, the head of the statue was cut off. For Native Americans, Columbus was a person who killed a lot of their own people. People say that we shouldn't be celebrating a person who enslaved and killed native people. But that's not the only reason why more cities and states are changing from Columbus Day to Native American or Indigenous Peoples Day. Within the past decade, there have been a growing movement in America to fight for the rights of minorities, especially for people of color. People of color usually means Black, Hispanic, and Native American, who have been treated worse in America than, for example, white people. 
it's harder for them to have a good education and find well-paying jobs. They are also more likely to experience police violence and be shot and killed by police. There were protests against police brutality in 2020 through the Black Lives Matter movement. There were companies that were called out for being racist and paying their staff more or less depending on the race of their employees. There's a lot to talk about on this topic, and maybe I'll make an episode about this later. People wanting to change Christopher Columbus Day to Indigenous People's Day is a part of a larger movement to give voice to those who were previously voiceless, to give a spotlight to those who were previously unseen. I hope you have learned a lot about the significance of Christopher Columbus in the United States and the issues surrounding him. I make these podcasts so that people who are not Americans can learn more about the history and culture of America while also learning English at the same time. If you found it useful, please share it with others. You can find the full transcript at gsunpasschool.com. I'll see you in the next episode.